Next to the stable was another building of similar size. Without thinking, Hetty pushed the door open and immediately wished with all her heart that she hadn't. The two cats stared in absolute horror at what was before them. On a bench, in the middle of the room, was a very dead cat, splayed out and pinned by each of its paws to a board. Its empty eye sockets stared back at Hetty and Tilly, who stood frozen to the spot on the threshold of some sort of torture chamber. As well as the dead cat, the bench displayed a number of evil-looking implements, a set of large needles, coils of wire, a jar of slimy liquid with a brush sticking out of it, and, worst of all, a set of scalpels lined up in order of size. We need to get out of here as soon as we can, said Hetty, backing away from the door. We'll pretend we haven't seen anything, pack our stuff together, and get going before it gets dark. Tilly looked across to the inn, and was horrified to see Absalom Tweak bearing down on them. I think we need to get going now. They took off in the direction of the open moor, and ran blindly through the snow, with Absalom Tweak hot on their heels, shouting and waving his paws as he gained on them. Hetty's heart pounded in her chest as she ran for her life. Looking back to make sure that Tilly was keeping up, she was just in time to hear her friend cry out as she was swallowed up in the snow. Absalom Tweak was quickly upon her, and Hetty turned and flew at the innkeeper, hoping to give Tilly time to get to her feet, but he sidestepped her assault, pushing her into the snow. Dazed and frightened, Hetty struggled to her feet as Absalom Tweak tore off his coat. Tilly was nowhere to be seen, and Hetty realised suddenly that she had fallen down a hole. Tweak wasted no time in climbing into the chasm after her, and all Hetty could do was stand rooted to the spot, terrified of what might happen next. Tilly's cries didn't last long. The sudden silence told Hetty that her friend had been quickly dispatched at the paws of Absalom Tweak. He emerged from the hole in the snow, carrying her body in his arms, and Hetty let out a sob that echoed across the moor. She would be next, but she didn't care. There was no point in running, and the thought of leaving Tilly in such a godforsaken place was beyond her. Tweak grabbed his coat from the snow and bundled Tilly's body into it, throwing it over his shoulder before striding back to the inn. Hetty followed, the silent witness to her friend's murder. Lamorna Tweak was waiting at the inn door, no less welcoming than usual. Come in by the fire, my dears, and we'll see what's to be done. Absalom carried his bundle to the fireplace, and Hetty watched as Tilly was laid out on the hearthrug, her greatcoat soaked, and one of her best striped winter socks revealed where she had lost a Wellington. It was a moment before she realised that Lamorna was shouting at her. Come on, let's get our clothes off so them flames can get at her. Hetty stared in horror as the tweaks ripped and tore at Tilly's clothes, and Lamorna began to pound her chest. Don't just stand there. Look, we got her breathing again. Come and see to her while I get a blanket. And Absalom... Get a tot of your best brandy. Hetty ran to the fireplace as Tilly gradually regained her hold on the world around her. A violent bout of sneezing finally brought her to her senses, 
encouraged by a hot trickle of brandy down her throat. She sat up as Lamorna wrapped a blanket round her. Dear me, whatever were you two doing out in the moor in this weather? Them old mine shafts have claimed no end of cats. You was lucky Absalom was about. Hetty wondered whether she should explain the circumstances of their hasty exit from the confines of the yard. The slam of the big oak door signalling Absalom's departure made her mind up for her. The thing is, she began, we've discovered a nasty secret about Mr. Tweak, and we were running away from him when Tilly fell down the hole. As Hetty listened to her own words, she began to question the truth of them. The realisation that Absalom had saved Tilly's life was at odds with the accusation she was about to make, and she changed course just in time.